the the mind only works in the present moment. It doesn't understand the future. It doesn't understand the past. It only understands now. So you are picking and choosing what you are taking from your past and keeping it in your present moment. Welcome back to the Level Up Healing Podcast. I am your host, Samantha, and I'm a holistic practitioner specializing in Reiki, Emotion Code, and Body Code, and I'm also a Mindset Coach. The point or the purpose of this podcast is to help you learn tools and techniques to step into your power and level up your life. It has been an interesting week for me. I had a lot of plans for what I wanted to talk about this week, and everything kind of fell through. There's this thing called Mercury Retrograde that I discovered. I was just flipping through Instagram. They're like, oh, Mercury Retrograde's coming up. Be careful what you do. Your electronics might not work, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, right, okay, right. Right, 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 right. But that is exactly what happened this week. I was struggling to record YouTube videos, record my podcast, my computer wasn't working. And then when I finally recorded something, it... The, the audio was awful or I couldn't load it onto my computer. It was like shut down. I plugged my phone into my computer to upload it. It's like, no, sorry, honey, we're we're kind of, uh, we're off today. You're gonna have to worry about it tomorrow. The uh, wireless cloud hard drive that I have wasn't working. No devices could recognize it. I'm like, okay, maybe this Mercury retrograde thing is a is a thing and I'm really experiencing it now. I've never noticed it before or maybe I have, but I didn't associate it with Mercury retrograde. So the point of this is I handled this very well. I did not freak out. I did not spiral, have a nervous breakdown. I was like, you know what? It is what it is. The video that I recorded on Monday did not turn out well, it was awful, the quality was bad, the audio was bad. I'll do it again tomorrow and it's gonna be better. I I chose to, I labeled the situation as, you know what, maybe it, the video wasn't good enough and tomorrow I'm gonna feel a lot better. I wasn't really feeling too well on Monday anyways, but I woke up Tuesday, I felt fantastic, recorded a bunch of videos and they, some of them turned out very well. So what I wanted to talk about on the podcast was this week was supposed to be it's other people's opinions is none of your business, but it seemed like perspective has been thrown my way and how to react to such, uh, certain situations has been the theme. And that was actually my YouTube video was how limiting beliefs affect our perspective. And I'm just going to expand on that a little more on this podcast and of course the sun it is the end of january and the sun is here and it keeps going away and coming back so it will be blinding me and then it goes away (laughs) and then it's dark in here and of course Like now the sun's gone and I look like I am in the darkest room possible, but I don't want to put on too many lights because I'm also recording this for YouTube. I don't want to turn on the side lights because then when the sun does come back, I'm going to look ridiculous. So we're just going to work with what we got right now. The sun is gone. It's a little dark in here, but hey, we're still here. So perspective we have are these limiting beliefs that affect 
how we how we see the world and how we react to the world. Whenever we interact with someone and they can be mean to us, we go into our past experiences or we go back into our limiting beliefs to be like, okay, are they mad at me? What's the situation? We interpret it based on how we view ourselves. If someone's really mean, we take it as it's our fault. Maybe we look weird. We're not wearing the proper attire. Maybe it's our hair. We're walking funny or they just know us and they just don't like us at all. And we put everything on ourselves because we feel like we're not good enough. And we hold on to this feeling of this person not liking us. They lash out at us. We hold on to this feeling for the rest of the day. We probably have anxiety over it, continue to think about it, lose some sleep, think about it the next day and maybe even the next day and the next day and the next day. When we don't really know for sure what was going on in that person's life to have that reaction, but we just take it, run with it, and it has everything to do with us. And, you know, with friends and family, it's not our some. Well, I'm not going to speak for everybody, but most of the time when you interact with a family member or a friend and you get into a fight or there's like a miscommunication, it's usually not the end of the world. You know, you can go back, you can talk to him, you can figure out what's going on and you 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 can heal the fight or move on from the fight. But when a stranger is coming at you and when a stranger is mean to you, you can't help but take it personal and you think about it because you can't go to them and talk to him and be like, hey, was it something I did? Was it something you did? You know, what's going on? But our limiting beliefs dictate how we perceive the situation. If we don't feel like we're good enough, we're gonna blame ourselves. If we feel like we're fantastic, we're good enough, we're deserving of amazing things, we're gonna perceive it as, oh, you know what? This person is probably just having a really bad day and they're just taking it out on me. That's cool. And then you forget about it. You don't think about it ever again. Maybe you'll talk to someone and be like, hey, this one guy's really mean and yeah, I hope he's okay, but that's it. And that's the difference between the type of limiting beliefs you have or the type of beliefs you have and how you are viewing the world. I also want to take this a little further. I discovered, we're going to talk about Joe Dispenza. I discovered Joe Dispenza last year and he was all about meditation because I was starting to get into meditation and I discovered him through meditation. Some of the people that he's worked with, some of the people who do his meditations, they heal from everything. They've had a disease, it's gone. They have trouble sleeping, it's gone. And some of the success videos, success stories and the videos, one lady's like, yeah, I was just meditating and I wasn't even trying and I lost like 30 pounds. I was like, what? You mean I can sit on my ass, close my eyes and focus on my breath and I can lose 30 pounds? I don't need to lose 30 pounds. <laughs> but still, you mean I don't have to do do anything. I can heal myself by just meditating and focusing on my breath. So then I, I learned more about his work and he's all about the science, how the brain acts when you're meditating and how what is very important to me, how we are living in the past, how our body is responding to things in the past. And since we're still living in the past, our future is predicted by our past. In another way of saying it, that based on our experiences in the past, we believe that every single time a similar experience like that happens, it's going the outcome is going to be the same. So we have to respond the somewhat the same way, even if it happened to us once, we're still going to respond to it. Instead of changing it, we're going to respond to it. And 
So whenever we think about the future, we're basing it on a false past, a past that really isn't here anymore. And based on experiences that can be changed, mentally can be changed. The, the mind only works in the present moment. It doesn't understand the future. It doesn't understand the past. It only understands now. So you are picking and choosing what you are taking from your past and keeping it in your present moment. If you have some trauma, we all have trauma. We all have situations in our past that we're not really happy with. We don't really like. We Are we keeping it alive in our mind currently in our present moment? And that was really fascinating to me. And I, I really analyzed my life from, from that point. I, I really took a, a, a good look. When I was reading this, I, I stopped and I was looking at all my relationships, my romantic relationships and some friendships but and family. But the romantic relationships have have popped in my head and I thought of cheating. I wasn't the cheater. I've dated cheaters. Early in, in my early 20s, in maybe mid-20s, I dated people who had cheated on me. And I held on to that. And so I had a belief that everybody cheats. No matter who I come into contact with, whoever I date, they're probably going to cheat. So whenever I would get into new relationships, I would always assume that they were going to cheat on me. And if they would do something innocent, I would make it seem like, or I would interpret it as they're being sneaky, they're trying to hide something, they're cheating on me. And I would freak out. Now, I'm not talking about the the red flags that you see with people who you're just like, oh yeah, they're definitely cheating. No, these were very innocent. They were very innocent situations and I was making a big deal out of it. And my excuse was to the person I was dating, well, I've been cheated before in the past, so you can't blame me for having this reaction. How effed up is that? Honestly, how how effed up is that? Now, I, I've been healing and I have a different perspective on it, but I'm basically telling this person, I've had situations in my past that I was cheated on I don't want to call it trauma, uh, but I had situations in my past. I've been cheated on. So it formed a behavior. So I'm always going to be on your case, be on your ass. If you do one little innocent thing that might, that probably doesn't look like cheating, but I'm going to make it look like cheating and freak out at you. And all you have to deal with it because that's who I am. If you can't handle me at my worst, you can't handle me on my bet at my best. So it pretty much gives you the excuse to be a dick to people, overreact, kind of be unapologetic about your actions, not being responsible for your actions. And that's what I was doing. And trust me, they're like, even with my trauma from my past, I, I would overreact and be like, well, I've had trauma in my past. This is kind of who I am instead of dealing with my trauma, working through my trauma. It just became a part of me. I accepted this reaction, this perspective, this mindset, and everybody ha else had to accept it as well. Or you couldn't be with me or you couldn't be in my life. Looking at it that way kind of makes it seem like it's childish. Wouldn't you agree? If you really look at it now, we all, like I said, and I don't want people to get 
all upset. You know, I've had trauma and I labeled myself as someone who has has trauma, someone who's been cheated on, someone who whenever I'm vulnerable, the person I'm dating always leaves, you know? So I, I labeled myself as that and I'm keeping it alive because I'm labeling at that, uh, because I'm labeling myself as that, I'm looking at my world through this perspective, but I'm not doing anything to change it. We interpret those innocent situations as something major when we don't have the information behind it because we are looking at it through false beliefs, false ideas from the past. We're not looking at it with fresh eyes and a fresh perspective and be like, hey, when you did that, what does that mean? It kind of comes across this way. Like asking the, the proper questions, like, what do you mean by that? Or if something innocent like that happened, I, I don't treat it like it means it's cheating. And that was huge for me when I, I was looking back at my life and I was reading Joe Dispenza's book that I'm the one in control of my life. I'm the one who gets to decide what in my past I get to bring with me, keep it alive, and I get to choose if how I react in situations. I'm in control of my feelings, no one else. I can't expect other people to do things to be a certain way based on my false beliefs. I can't expect someone to, I'm trying to think of an example with cheating. I just lost my train of thought, but I can't expect someone to change to make me feel better based on, like I said, a false uh, on a, a limited belief, a false belief, a not so good perspective on the world, on a story of past cheating or being cheated on and trauma and all, all, all that other stuff. It's unfair. It's unfair to me. It's unfair to them. And how would you feel if you were constantly accused of cheating or being suspected of cheating when you don't, and you know you're a loyal person, you're not gonna feel good. It's gonna hurt. The sun went away again, so now it's dark. <laughs> we have to own up and take responsibility for our behaviors and our perspectives. Yes, shitty things have happened to all of us. We've had things, some of us or all of us, um, I'll just say all of us, all of us have had shitty things done to us. We've seen shitty things. And we've created protective measures and we, it changes our view on life and our perspective. Nothing wrong with that. But we get to choose how much power it has over our life. We get to choose how we respond in situations. Do we want to be identified by our trauma? Do we want to be identified as someone who is constantly being cheated on? Do we want to identify as someone who's not lovable? You don't want to. I don't want to. And I, 
I have taken the steps to change my perspective and really looking at my life and looking at situations and changing my perspective. Like this week, everything was going wrong. Before, the old Samantha would have freaked out, would have been on the floor in a fetal position. Why me? Why does this always happen to me? This never works. I should just give up. This time, I'm not gonna lie, I was annoyed, but I was like, you know what? I, I laughed at the situation. It's like, tomorrow's gonna, is a new day. It's gonna be so much better. I had a little spa day. Did, uh, I was gonna do my nails, but I got lazy. Face mask, and I watched, uh, I watched The Longest Yard. And it was fun. <laughs> I was like, I'm not gonna let this ruin my day. I'm just gonna relax the rest of the night. Tomorrow, everything's gonna work out. I didn't let it affect me. Normally, I would have been crying all night. Been like, oh my gosh, I can't do this. What am I getting myself into? Blah. No, I was just like, you know what? It is what it is. It happened. At least I got some good practice in front of the camera. Maybe I'll know how to say things a little better. You just got to change your perspective. We have to start healing from our past. If you want to change... You want to change your perspective on things. You have to understand that you are holding on to a lot of things from the past. Did you get divorced years ago? And you, are you holding on to that? And now you're labeled as you're a failure in relationships and marriage. Nobody wants you. Nobody loves you. So then you're going to be presenting to your world that those things. And you're going to be your perspective is being an unwanted divorcee, which is that's not even true. You're going to see, if you see happy couples, you might be like, oh, well, they're going to get divorced. Or you're going to feel bad about yourself. Be like, I let that go. I'm never going to have that. We need to... Having... How do I want to say this? Having these... These past things identify us and have power over us is unfair to everybody involved especially you you don't deserve to be thinking those negative thoughts that you're unlovable or everybody cheats or nobody wants to be with you every there are no good guys out there there are no good girls out there you don't deserve that you are amazing and you are enough you are lovable you are Pretty much by having this mindset, you are preventing the person, your, your, your bestest person in the whole wide world from finding you. Maybe you even see them or maybe they're in your world, but you don't see them. You haven't met them yet, but they're in plain sight. All you are seeing is the I'm not good enough. I'm unlovable situations. And I, I really like this exercise. I'm going to have you guys do this as well. What I want you to do is in your room, I want you to count all the red things in your room, all the red items in your room. Do that for a little bit. Go ahead, count them up. All right, now close your eyes. Now tell me how many blue items are in your room. You were so focused on the right red items that you had no idea that the blue items even exist. Now, because your focus was on the red ones, does that mean that the blue ones don't exist? No. What about the, the orange items or the yellow? Or the green? 
Does it mean that they don't exist? No. They're there. They're chilling there. They're waiting for you. But you're only focused on the red ones. And if you think of it as that is your perspective, that is the version of yourself, you are constantly looking at things that fit your narrative, that fit your perspective. Even though everything that has a, everything with a better perspective for yourself is still there out in the open, but you're so focused on the bad stuff or the things that show you're unworthy, you're unlovable, you're not good enough. You have to understand that everything starts with you and how you feel about yourself is how you see the world. What colors are you seeing? Are you seeing reds? Are you seeing blues? Are you seeing yellows? Or are you seeing all aspects of the rainbow? You decide and it all starts with how you feel. You can't expect the outside world to change for you because changing the outside world is unfair. Because no matter what happens on the outside, you're still gonna have that, those same limiting beliefs. You're gonna have that same story. You're gonna have that same perspective. You're still going to find the red things, even if you got rid of all the red items in, in your world, you're still gonna find them. You might find shades of red. So everything starts with you. And like I said, with asking someone to change for you, hey, because of my insecurities, you have to change. Because I feel like you're gonna cheat, you have to tell me everything. You have to, you can't talk to this person. You can't talk to any women. You can't do this. You can't do that. Can't because of my insecurity and I've been cheated on the past. So you have to change. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. And I have to thank Dr. Joe Dispenza for opening my eyes to it. But it's funny how I would constantly, I constantly read. I love reading. I love learning. I listen to podcasts. I watch so many people on YouTube, like manifestation, self-help and self-improvement. And they all say the same thing, but it's like my brain picks and chooses what it wants to hear. It's like watching the matrix. Oh my gosh. The first time watching the original matrix, I had no idea, and I think a lot of people don't understand that the first time that they watch it, but you watch it again, you pick something up, you pick more out of it, you get it, you're like, oh, the battery, where the battery? Watch it again, you pick something else up, and and so forth, and even when, over the summer, they had all the Matrix on Netflix or Hulu or something like that, I watched them all, and I still even learned something new. I got new stuff out of it. I was preparing for the new Matrix, so I had to, you have to watch all of them to understand the fourth one, even though they explained all the movies in the new movie, so you didn't really have to watch them. I digress. <laughs> I still love Keanu Reeves, so he can do no wrong in my book. Going back to being ready, maybe I wasn't ready. Maybe my mind just wasn't ready for this realization, like, holy shit. I have to change. I'm responsible. I can't expect other people to continue to change. 
because I'm still not going to be happy. It all starts with me. I got to get rid of my I got get I got to get rid of my shit from the past. <laughs> Changing my perspective, healing from the past. The past is always going to be there. The past will always be there. But you get to decide how much power it has over you. How much of the past you're going to bring into the present that's going to create your future. And I also like what Joe Dispenza says. You're going to, instead of looking back in your past and seeing pain, you're going to look back and it's going to be wisdom. So it's always going to be there, but you change your perspective on it. And you won't have the same emotions that you had before. It doesn't hurt. If you start healing, you start changing your limiting beliefs, changing how you talk to yourself, how you view the world. Uh, I don't know if I mentioned this, seeking therapy, whatever you need to do to heal from your past do it but make a decision that you're not going to let your past dictate your life that it's not going to influence your behaviors you're not going to react the same way to certain situations based on that old version of you you're going to change you're going to have a new perspective on life you're going to have new reactions and things that used to bother you aren't going to bother you anymore and some of the things that you used to talk about with other people won't be fulfilling to you anymore doesn't mean it's good or bad, but you won't get all riled up anymore. And sometimes you might lose some friends. Sometimes you won't click with family members anymore just because some of the things that used to connect you, maybe it was gossiping or complaining about your problems or that shared experience or, you know, men always cheat, I've been divorced, that you don't have anything in common anymore because, like I said, you constantly, that was your relationship talking about those things. But since you healed from it, you really don't want to live in the past anymore. You really don't care. <laughs> you want to move forward. Talk about other things in life, things that you're excited about, things that you're passionate about. And you will see the world around you change. You will see all the colors of the rainbow. And sometimes you'll see red, but you won't react the same way to red. Red will now maybe have a different meaning. You will see the world as being lovable looking at the world as safe, that there are good people out there who are faithful. There are good people out there in general. There are people or strangers who treat you well and just want to help you because they want to. You probably won't experience people yelling at you anymore because you don't, you don't welcome that into your life. That doesn't serve you. You're unavailable for it. Things will change. But you got to start healing and you got to start recognizing what shit you're keeping present in your life and go from there. So if you would like one-on-one -on -one coaching with me, I do offer that. If you need help uncovering your limiting beliefs and helping you change your old stories, I do energy healing as well, Reiki, motion code, and body code. Go ahead and check out leveluphealing.net or you can email me at samantha at leveluphealing.net. I hope you guys all have a fantastic day and I intend that you guys got a lot of good juicy stuff from this and it helped you open up your eyes to some of the things that you are holding on to the past that are controlling your present and your future. Have a good one and I will see you on the next one. Bye!